Welcome back to the Dot 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 Podcast. Have you guys realized yet that every single episode sounds the exact same when I start them? It's because of the welcome back to the Dot 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 Podcast. Uh, Fun fact, when I first started doing this, somebody told me that they thought that was the best part of it. So that's the only consistent part. Except this episode where we have a repeat guest. This is a, a repeat offender from my very second blind date. Uh, this is Sean Golombeski again. Uh, Sean really kind of let his hair down in this one, I realized. Uh, listening, listening back, um, he did ask me at the beginning of the episode if it was okay if he said curse words. And I said, yeah, you know, this isn't, you know, real radio that's being governed by the FAA or uh, FCC. There you go. Uh, and he, uh, apparently he just... He took that as a green light. Uh, so uh, for anybody that's got sensitive ears out there, I'm, uh, except my most humble apology, I try to usually keep things a little bit at bay. Uh, but, you know, whatever. It is who he is. And uh, we had a great talk about dad jokes, aliens, and we touched on conspiracy theories. I'm very tempted to have him back one more time. Uh, before he has to leave uh, Turkey and kind of sit there and shoot the breeze with him on uh, conspiracy theories because I got a I got some opinions and apparently he does too. So without further ado, I give back to you Sean Golombeski. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on uh, the second blind date, which I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, part two, but it's not a blind date anymore because, you know, we got, we got to know each other. Wow. It was intimate. And, uh, and (laughs) it took me to dinner and all, oh my God. No, I haven't done the dinner yet. We we, we (laughs) talked about doing dinner. Well, he gave me a beer. So, I mean, there you go. It's basically dinner. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Pork chop in a can. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, we're back and we're going to talk about uh, some more some more stuff with Sean. One of the things that you mentioned to me that uh, I think is kind of it's just funny. I, I have to go there oh, whenever geez. I said. So like what kind of <laughs> what kind of stuff are you into? Like when we started the whole this whole blind date thing, I said, hey, uh, you know, what kind of stuff are you into? And right. You're like, oh, you know, simple stuff, man. Blue collar stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Like guns, fishing, outdoors, and I love guns. Uh, traveling, and and one of the things that cracked me up that jumped off the page at me was dad jokes. Oh, dad jokes! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, dad it's, jokes. Which is funny because now that I've gotten to know you a little bit, yeah, yeah, you're not a dad. So I'm not. No. So thankfully, I, so I have to ask the question. <laughs> so it it raises the question: Are you? Were you the guy that actually laughed at your dad's jokes, or do you oh. make fun of people that make dad jokes, <laughs> or do, or do you have some arsenal of dad jokes that <laughs> that you write and you release to the masses to to appreciate? Uh, well, 
<laughs> I gotta ask, man. Dad joke. Oh, hey, what are your gosh. hobbies? Oh, I really love guns. I love fishing. I like outdoors. I'm a real big fan of camping and traveling. When I went to Thailand, it absolutely blew my mind. But my, <laughs> but if we're being honest, man, my passion falls in dad, dad jokes. <laughs> dad jokes and memes. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, we we call my dad. Um, we call his name's Ron or Ronald. Okay. Uh, and we call him Ronaldo. Um, and he would always say just, just stupid, ridiculous dad jokes. Right. Uh, I remember at the whole thing started with me. Um, I was at Nellis and I was in the finance, uh, like waiting room. Okay. And I was, which I, is the worst place for anybody oh, that good. actually knows how to work with like their hands for a living. Oh, good God. Yeah, I was I was sitting. I don't even remember who I was with, um, but I was tell I I told like I looked up dad jokes, right? And uh, I just told a few, and I like I do this really obnoxious laugh, and I can do it out of nowhere, and so I was doing do it that. now. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> well, you can't do it out of anywhere. All right. Uh, Go ahead, go ahead, but go, you carry on with your story. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna sweep your legs out from under you, <laughs> and you better deliver next time. Go well, ahead. You kind of have to watch it too, because I'll like slap my knee, and it'll be, you know, I'll just make it, it. It's really obnoxious. Okay. And because I was in the finance office, I made it that much more obnoxious. Yeah, you sold it. Yeah, and you didn't just sell the sizzle or the steak, but you also sold the sizzle. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. with two other people, and. They weren't even laughing. They were laughing at me, but they weren't laughing at the jokes. Right. And so, I, like, I was just trying to be annoying because there's a few, there's a few other people in there, and so yeah, I, that's that's kind of where it started for me. And then now I just I kind of have some, and I I don't know. I just love them. Okay, like, you they're have so stupid, but like they're just <laughs> they're just fucking funny. Yeah. You so you, you just admitted you have some. Yeah. Gu- yeah. And guess what? You want one? I want one, but also okay. I have some too. Oh, really? I'm an actual dad, man. <laughs> I'm like a, I hope you have some. I'm a no kidding dad. I have the little amount of hair that I have is in fact gray. And I have two amazing kids that are my best friends in the entire world. And I love them more than anything. And nothing makes me happier than watching them laugh. And I'll be honest. They haven't heard these because I cheated Uh-oh. because I cheated <gasps> and I, I Googled these. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all starts. <laughs> right, right. It absolutely does. You know, you take some and then you kind of morph them, you know, whatever. But, but I also have kind of like a, an effective memory in the sense that like I, I might, we might go into a little dad joke battle here and I have what are ranked some of the top 10. Oh, did you look up top 10 dad jokes actually, on Google? I, actually, I looked up top 20. Oh, wow. And then I, and then, and then You're I, holding out on me. Yeah. And then I value, you know, I, I gave him a value system. Oh, but I want to hear wow. what you got. Ding, ding. Round one. <laughs> Go ahead right. with your dad joke. Uh, well, do you want to hear a joke about uh, insulate construction? I do. Uh, I feel like you're really preaching to a very narrow market uh, because Inserlik <laughs> has no children. There right. are a bunch of, sorry, I'm not going to steal it from you. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, just imagine that, that your town always has construction. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So 
Do you want to hear a joke about your construction? Yes. Uh, uh, did I already miss the punchline? Uh, (laughs) Or did you miss it? (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Uh, Never mind, I'm still working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, (laughs) don't. Right? (laughs) All right. So that means... uh, I hope everyone got that. Yeah. (laughs) I think the trick in some of these is the delivery. And some of them require almost what I... I don't don't know what to call this. You got to play the rule. Well, I know, but I think of... you know. So I I told you, my wife has a minivan. Right. uh, Which means... I have a minivan. You're a dad. Right. I got a, I'm a dad, you know, like that's the weekend warrior vehicle. (laughs) We are heading to Sam's and you better shut up because we're going to go get some deals today. Hell yeah. Right. (laughs) But, um, I, I think, I think any good dad joke, if I can, if I can mentor you for just a split second for for whenever you become a father, maybe an honest dad joke starts with you looking up in the rear view mirror and making eye contact with your kid in the back. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's where you pose the, the question part of the joke. And you say, blah, 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 blah. You right. Know? But the delivery has to actually be direct eye contact. When you turn, your, when you turn your head ever so slightly, <laughs> and you look back, and you make eye contact to deliver the punchline. Yeah. Okay? So if as we continue this dad joke battle... I want you to keep that in mind. It's it's a timing and delivery, which you're trying to convey a look through through a microphone, which isn't easy. Yeah. Um, and especially considering you haven't had actual children to practice on. But <laughs> but but with with a little help, we will make you an expert. Oh wow! So I appreciate that. Uh, hey man, I'm here for you. So <laughs> the first one I have to offer is. I swear, if you say one of mine. We're gonna fight. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you. I'll give you a mercy rule. How's this sound? Okay. If within the first four words of of the joke, if you identify where I'm going, you can you can say like you can call bullshit and say timeout. I don't want to ruin it for ruin it for the listeners. So, well then, I've probably I, I'm I've. There's a good chance I probably heard him. I've okay. looked a lot of dad jokes up, to be oh, honest. Dude, I have a, I have some really good ones. All right. Like, because I also, like like I told you, man, like I filtered out the junk. So oh. here we go. Today my son asked. Oh, yep. Haven't heard this one. You haven't or you haven't? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> okay. Today my son asked. My son asked. I can't talk. Can I have a bookmark? No. <laughs> and I burst into tears. As a father, I burst into tears. He's 11 years old, and he still doesn't know that my name is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? But no, no, I don't. You don't get it? But you laughed nonetheless. Can I have a book? Wait, what? The, it was, can I have a bookmark? He, he still doesn't know that my name is Brian. The dad's name is Mark. Can I have a book, Mark? Oh. <laughs> oh, it's so weak. It's so weak. Oh, that's a good it's one. It's a pretty good one. Oh, I have to put that in my inventory. No, I'll, <laughs> I have them. I have them print. I have them printed out over here. So I'll I told just, you I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> I'll, I'll hand them off to you. There's a couple that are they're they're pretty reachy, man. Like there was one that was a. Uh, 
There was one that I read. I think I actually put it on the list that I was like, that's not funny. I don't, I don't understand it. And I read like three or four more jokes. And then all of a sudden it was like, bing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I got it. Oh man. That, that last one, that one, like four or five jokes ago was the best one of all of them. Yeah. There, you, it's a slow burn. Man. Yeah. You have to get in, 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 in like a certain mindset. Right. To, to really get them. All right. So <laughs> Some of them. Let's go a little faster with these now. So, oh. so now it's uh it's a lightning round. Your turn. Go. Uh, what, 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 what was Forrest Gump's password? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> one Forrest, one. <laughs> <laughs> one Forrest, one. See, there, there again, there's, there's the delivery. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to, you got to emphasize the one Forrest, one. <laughs> See, a dad, a dad gets it. The dad gets it. Yeah, yeah. You got to look up in the rear view mirror. Well, let me ask you this. How do you make holy water? Oh, oh, what's this one? <laughs> it's, it's it's real simple. Uh, it's the recipe is simple. Oh, I forget. I forget. How do you boil? Oh, you get boil oh, the gosh. hell out of it. No, that's right. <laughs> how, do you, how do you make holy water? You boil the hell yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I feel like I might have a little more than you. I'm going to go ahead and double down real quick. Oh, oh, wow. I, I really do. I just really do. Okay. Uh, okay. My wife is really mad at me. Uh, for the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I picked my stuff up and write. <laughs> and write? This, this was the slow burn. <laughs> no sense of direction, so I picked myself up and write. <laughs> and my, you go right? <laughs> right. My wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I picked my stuff up and write. Like she's right? Because she's always right, you know? No. So, <laughs> so check it out. I, this one I have to explain. Okay. Here we go. I told you. I, I, I'm dumb. Sorry. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and agree now. <laughs> so... My wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and I write. I packed up my stuff and I left. Um. My wife my <laughs> wife got mad at me, so I left. So this guy was so... But you have no sense of direction. He has no so sense of direction. You're so right. So you're oh. right. <laughs> you got to do the simple ones. Right. It's a, <laughs> yeah. Like I told you, man, they're complex. It's a slow burn. The simple ones. All right, your turn. Go ahead. <laughs> um, let me think. Hold on. Uh, uh, oh, uh, do you want to hear a joke about uh, paper? I absolutely do want to hear a joke about paper. Um, uh, never, never mind. It, it's terrible. Oh! oh! I know. You, you've seen that one before. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, actually I hadn't, but it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. You've never seen that one? Here's another play on words. If oh. a child refuses to sleep during nap time. Oh, see, this is real dad. This is real dad shit. Yeah, because yeah, you're bringing in the kids and stuff. <laughs> yeah. If a child refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? that's a knee slapper it's a good one it really is but again i mean you really got to think about that delivery yeah yeah so i so my daughter's name is presley and she'd probably be the quick 
he's the one to understand it. My son, I don't know that he would get this one. So if I was driving down the road, no matter the speed, if I mean, if we're talking like backing out of a driveway or, you know, 75 miles an hour down an expressway. Right. I would start this this joke by looking up in the mirror and saying, hey, Presley, my daughter, <laughs> if a child refuses to sleep during nap time <laughs> and then I would slowly turn my head and I would say, are they guilty of resisting a rest? Oh. And she would be like, I mean, I don't know that she would get this one, but. You know, it's it's all delivery, man. It it's is all delivery. That that you just I I if I close my eyes and I saw that you can I envision, envision it. that. Yeah, you can feel it. And oh my god, right? Yeah, it's powerful, right? It is. It's impactful. It is. I mean, is. that is going to set a kid up for success. I feel oh, because it, yeah. it presents a challenge. It presents a challenge that once you look in the eye. Here's the trick. Yeah, when you look in the eye. It makes them realize I can't back down now. Yeah, you're serious. Un- yeah, under no circumstance <laughs> can I cower down. <laughs> right. I have made I have made eye contact with the alpha, <laughs> and he's demanding an answer. <laughs> but he, I don't have an answer. So now I have to yield to that alpha, <laughs> and then you hit them with the truth. Boom! Bam! Pow! Are you resisting arrest? <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay, your turn. Uh, all right. Uh, it was a few days ago. I'll set the scene, right? It was a Ooh. few days ago. Ooh. And I was watching Netflix, right? Actually, yeah, it was Netflix, sorry. Okay. Ne- Netflix, right? And it was about, uh, it was a, it's like one of those Net Geo, uh, like world documentary things, right? Yeah beautiful earth and yeah and it was about beavers and i'll tell you what it was the best damn show i've ever seen you're learning you are learning young young padawan you are learning how to deliver you you brought me down you got my attention you pulled me in (laughs) and then you hit me with the truth i looked back yeah and i said hey it was the best damn show I've ever there seen. You know, you nailed it. <laughs> I, I'll be honest though, it, it is tricky. I mean, this is I think I feel like the It's a serious game. I feel like it the, really is. Well, it is, but I feel like the minivan is kind of like the learner zone. Um, even I, you know, my daughter is uh, almost nine and she is my oldest, and I'm I'm still learning. There yeah. are there is there's a level that I need to reach once she's in high school. Because, you know, she's going to have boyfriends and she's going to have girlfriends and I am going to embarrass the hell out of her. That is my responsibility. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. All right. So about get ready to get learnt. Okay. Learnt. Because this one, this one here, this one's pulling from, you know, like a winner's category. Okay. Ooh. This one actually found its way a little bit lower on the popularity chain. But I was surprised because I think this one is not only hilarious, <laughs> but it's also relevant to the time. Oh, I am intrigued. So the Secret Service isn't allowed to yell, get down, anymore. Okay. Anytime that the president is about to be attacked, they're not allowed to say, get down. Now they have to yell, Donald Duck. <laughs> 
It's pretty brilliant. Uh, that was a good one. That it is a good, good one. one. I like yeah. that. And it, it, you know, because it's irrelevant. You're teaching. You're teaching the kids about current events. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't see any any reason to to sell that any further. It's it's obviously yeah. very important. Self-explanatory. Yeah. This one. Your uh, turn. I I. Uh, uh, a few years ago, before I joined the military, I uh, I bought some some nice Jordans. I was I was pretty into shoes. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't really strike me as a shoe guy. I'm not. It's for the joke. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, and uh, start over. So, jeez, I'm so far in. Okay, keep All right, going. So back in high school, right? I was really into <laughs> shoes. Just kidding. It's just for the joke. And uh, so. <clears throat> I was trying to get some new Jordan 1437s, mm. and uh, I bought them from a drug dealer. Right, he's mm. a he's a he's a popular guy, and he could afford these 1437s, which I couldn't on my Taco Bell salary. Mm-hmm. No, right? yeah, but he gave me a deal I could not resist. Oh. Right, right. So I feel like I don't feel like you landed that one. What do you mean? That's not uh, no that that's not the joke. Oh, okay. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you messed my joke up. <laughs> so, sorry, start over, and uh, I'll edit it in a way that you just get full reign. <laughs> Trust me. All right, I won't make you look bad. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> you should just leave all this in here <laughs> if it sounds good. All right. So back in <laughs> back in high school, I was uh, I was really into shoes. Really? No, it's just for the joke. Damn it! But I, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. But I was I I, I really like these uh, these new Jordan fourteen thirty sevens, right? Mm. And uh, and I I bought them from a drug dealer. He gave this this fantastic deal. You know, I just couldn't resist. So uh, I bought them from a drug dealer. I, but I, I don't know what he laced them with because uh, I was tripping all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great uh, one. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to scratch one off my list now. <laughs> oh, no. All you saw from the get-go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it was a great one. I, it was one that, like, literally when I was looking him up, it, 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 it got me laughing out loud. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Us, us dads, we really appreciate these zingers. You know? <laughs> zingers, it's a zinger. <laughs> you know, uh, it reminds me of the time that I that I ordered a chicken and, uh, and an egg from Amazon. And uh, oh wow, yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so much silence. <laughs> that like second and a half was painful. You know? <laughs> you know, like the chicken came before the egg. You know, Do you, you don't get it. I can oh, tell. Oh, the chicken hasn't yeah. hatched yet. No, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. So no, you're tell you have really sophisticated dad jokes, right? R- right. You need these are the top. To, hey, these are in the top twenty, and I filtered them down. Okay. You need to you need to calm them down. So check it out. There's a saying, right? It's hard to tell what came chick, or I guess the better way to say it is what came first. It's a challenge question, right? So this is actually a really good uh, intellectual question for you to consider. In the grand scheme of things, what came first, the chicken 
or the egg. See, do you know where I'm going with that? Like, see, that, that's not even a metaphor, but it sounds metaphorical. Yeah, but but thinking like about those things, it just fucking hurts my head. So I just avoid. It's like the black hole. You know, someone when the black hole picture came out, right? They said, I I could not fathom like how this thing was black because it sucks the light in the, the gravitational pull. And oh, I just yeah. couldn't fathom it. No, no, no. And it hurts my head. It's deep. So I just don't think about it. It's very, very deep. Yeah. So and they said that you can essentially time travel if you went up to space high enough and fast enough and you could come back down and see Abe Lincoln get shot. So I just, I, I I don't know. Actually, that, that one blows my mind. And yeah, I how? Don't ask me. I, I have no idea. I think the people that told me that are lying. No, but man. Uh, they say it's true. You know, it's kind of like what you talked about in the last podcast we did, where there is a there's a difference in the dimensions that we can that exist versus what we can perceive. Yeah, right. Uh, it's got it's got to be something. Like and that. That, and that's a good way of of like painting the picture, like comparing it to something relative to your mind, like the assassination of JFK, which actually kind of brings me back to one of the questions that I asked you as an icebreaker in the last podcast that you fired back at me. Oh, oh. Remember when you fired back at me and you said, um, I think you asked me what my favorite binge watch was. Oh, yeah. And you didn't have an answer. And I really didn't have an answer. <laughs> and I still don't. I'm not going to commit to it. That's like asking my me my favorite album of all time. That's impossible. But I cannot advocate enough for a show that came on, man, I wish I could remember what network it was. I want to say it was Amazon Prime. And it was called 112263. Oh, Jesus. That's, I can't even count to 11. <laughs> well, 11, it's a date. So it's November 22nd, 1963, which is the date that uh, Kennedy was assassinated. Interesting. Right. <laughs> and, um, it is, uh, I got the name all wrong all of a sudden. I'm saying, I'm thinking Freddie Prince Jr., but I know it's not it. It's the, the funny guy from... Uh, Freddie Cougar. Nope. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You're going to distract me. Uh, the, the guy from, uh, oh man, the movie with Seth Rogen, your favorite actor. Oh man, my dude. Uh, uh, the one, what is that movie called? Pineapple Express? Pineapple Express. What's, yeah. what's the guy in it? Uh, the other main dude. Um, it's not Jared Leto. I have every name no. in the world. He was also in Spider-Man. No, no, not Johnny Depp. How are we both you know, so bad at this? It's funny because I, I <clears throat> literally like, I think it was yesterday. I looked this, I looked that up. I didn't look it up, but I saw some random thing about it and it was, it was him. And it was like him and Seth Rogen that were always together. And I was like, oh my God. And I saw his name. I gotta, I gotta look it up. I gotta, I gotta hit the goog, man. Yeah, hit the goog. Um, you have a, uh, uh, what's it called? World Wide Web, right? In your pocket. You know how old I was when I found out that that's what WWW stood for. Was it last week? Uh, no, no, thank God. <laughs> no, it was like a few years ago. Really? I still don't know what dot com means. Do you know? Company is what it. it really. Uh, yeah, like company is dot com is company, dot org is a private organization. That's why, um, so they're actually 
This is a fun fact. Uh, you have to meet a classification to be allowed to have a website address that allows you to have a certain extension. So for you to be like a dot, .org? Right, or dot so, .edu? Right, so you have to be affiliated with an educational institution to get an edu. Uh, an org, you have to be a non-for-profit. Um, and what, what are some of the others? Uh, .gov, you have to be a government agency. Com oh. is easy because you can just be commercial or company, I think is what it stands for. Um, there's some other extensions out there too. There's, I think, .tv now. What? Uh, and then you start going into other countries and it gets even weirder, man. So anyway, I found Oof. I found it out. We're going back. What's his name? 11-22-63 stars James Franco. Gangsters. Have you seen this show? 11-26-27? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a any connection of any number of digits, or actually a specific <laughs> connection of specific digits in a sequence. Uh, you know, it's eleven twenty two sixty three. So it's November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, which is the date that uh, President Kennedy Kennedy was assassinated. So this show is about a guy who lives in modern times. And he finds kind of like a present day wormhole that happens to fall. This is where it gets kind of cheesy. It, mm. It's in the back of a diner. <clears throat> oh. And he goes through this wormhole in this moment of time. It's like this weird little time passage. And it takes him back to this same time in the year 1963. Ooh. And he goes back there a few times and he comes back and realizes like where was i what did i do what did i accomplish right and he realized that some things are presenting themselves to him throughout the show that he is realizing i could possibly intervene in the assassination of jfk and prevent that from happening so that the rest of the world can go on with wow. with him not having been killed but the premise to the whole thing, which is really fascinating, is that the past is a per is like a personality throughout the show, and hmm. the past does not want to let it happen. It refuses to let it happen, and it's doing everything to intervene. So more or less, the closer he gets to affecting change in history, the more resistance that he's going to get. Really. So. The closer and closer he gets, the more and more difficult the past starts pushing back. Fascinating show. Really cool mm. idea. I was very disappointed to find out that they didn't make a second season, but I wasn't surprised because, um, you know, it's about a very isolated incident. Um, so I, I still can't say that that's my favorite, but I cannot recommend that that one be watched enough because it definitely kind of approaches that whole untouchable zone like the you know space time and all that kind of stuff right you said that's on amazon prime i think that's where it was originally it was Ooh, man it's I been a while watch. it's been a while now it's probably I'll been have to watch that it's probably been four or five maybe six years but it's super fascinating Ooh, that does, that sounds really interesting how do you feel about time travel it's complicated man <clears throat> um i don't i don't know the answers i'm not smart enough it's uh, it's hard to fathom, isn't it? Almost impossible. Yeah, like because it if you were to time travel, 
that means whatever happening is happening now, you made happen. So if you go back in time, wait, have you seen the Avengers? The end game? The new one? Yeah. No, dude, I'm weird. Oh. I, I'm super strange. Um, I don't I don't like any of those movies at all. I don't understand where they're going with it. Why are superheroes not uh why why are they wasting their time fighting each other when they should be out helping other dude, people? I know, I know. I, 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 I'm, I'm not into it either. I haven't even seen, I watched, uh, the infinity war. My, my, uh, my buddy bought me a ticket and so I kind of, I had to go, but right. I was trying to watch end wars or I'm sorry, in, infinity wars. Um, like right before the end game, which is right. the one before. And, uh, I didn't finish it. <laughs> so I had to ask my buddy that was in there. I was like, yo, what, it in, what man. Ha- yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, anyways, time travel, uh, it, cause whatever happens, it was happening now, essentially you went, you lived it already, but you went back in time to make it this way. So you're also there. Yeah. Like Which, I, like it, the, the, dr- or not Jurassic <laughs> Park, the, uh, uh, what are they called? The back to the future movies. They kind of hit on that a little bit. Like yeah. it, you got to be careful when you're there. Yeah. Because your old self and your current self are going to be there simultaneously. Right. That's what, like, I don't. It's tricky. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it would ever, if it, if it'll ever be like a real thing. I, I Like it. I don't think we're even close in your or my lifetime. Probably I, not even to my kids. I don't think so. <sighs> it's hard to think about. Like, I wish I was smart enough. Like you mentioned um, reading at one point, you know, yeah, like yeah, that you got yeah. really into reading. And I'm fascinated by the idea of a lot of things related to space and time and time travel. So um, I should probably like almost like if if somebody was a doctor that could tell me, you know, hey, I'm going to prescribe you this. Right. They would probably prescribe me Stephen Hawking's book, A Brief History of Time. Ooh. I think that's what it's called. Stephen Hawking. I, Dude, I'm so intimidated. Yeah. Like I'm so intimidated by the idea of it. Yeah. Because I don't I don't think that it was written for um my people. my infantile brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, like we started this whole thing out telling dad jokes and I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> I can't wait to take like the full loop back to him and, yeah. and talk dad jokes, but I want to understand. Yeah. Which actually kind of ties in that other thing that I mentioned, which is cosmos. Aliens? No, cosmos. Oh. Remember, like we talked about the the cosmos series that was uh Neil right. deGrasse Tyson and right. and I told you it's it's fascinating because I'm not smart enough to understand the verbiage that they're trying to sell me. Yeah, you can yeah. tell me a black hole has so much gravitational force that anything that's near it gets sucked in. And like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah. I can't, I can't think. But if you could paint me a picture of it, or make it an illustration, or turn it into like turn a whole book into a three-hour movie, dude, I'm on board. Yeah, like the movie um, Interstellar, crazy. Did. Like, so I, my wife thinks I'm nuts. That movie, in my opinion, changed my life and perspective of the world. Wow, and she, really? And, and she's just like, really? It's How? A, all right, all right, all right. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Matthew McConaughey movie with, you know, like, it, like how? How did that change your perspective? 
And it was just, I think for the first time, things that I was curious about, we were like actually uh, addressed in a way that with, with imagery, right. That I, I, I saw it and I kind of comprehended a simple piece of the concept and it made me more, more curious. I can't say that there's a lot of movies that came out that it like stimulated my brain that much. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, that's one of, uh, one of very few movies that will actually get you thinking. Right. You know, no, no, no superheroes or anything like that. I mean, to the point where I started Googling like best space movies in history, like I know they'll never make interstellar two, right. but I wanted to go find something else that might also provide something similar as far as, uh, you know, like some sort of imagery, just something to help, help my, my brain, your imagination, my imagination yeah. put together some sort of additional facts to that. Do you ever uh, watch that? And, and I feel like I watch it and I, I pick up on, uh, little things every time I watch it. Do you feel that way? Like yeah. every, you, you notice other, other not, things. I, I will say yes, but not like the first time. I think a little bit more I start to I, I start poke like the skeptic in me starts poking holes in the story right you know like I'm like well you know here's where we start getting into Hollywood you yeah, know? yeah yeah How, I mean really where, did they really go to sleep for like the equivalent of like 30 human years and they wake up and they're totally fine how's that work yeah where does all the urine go <laughs> you know? like, right it, there's nobody awake on the ship that's what I'm saying and they're I... in like a deep frozen hypersleep Where's the poopy go? Like, who's there to wipe up the mess? How come they climbed out of there and nobody said, my God, you smell... You fucking reek. Yeah, you smell like <laughs> death. Yeah. Get in the shower and we'll pick up uh, We'll pick up where we left off. Like, little things like that. I don't know why. I just, I get wrapped around. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I mean, maybe it's because I shower so frequently. I told you the yeah. other, like, a little earlier, like, I shower like three times a day. And like... It's crazy. Like, who's getting clean in, in this environment, you know, so that, that piece, that w- you would think about that. Right. And it, <laughs> but, but I know what you mean, you know, like it, it does get me thinking. I can watch it a couple times. I think more than anything, like I further investigate the imagery. So, uh, uh, on kind of the same note, uh, aliens, right? Do you believe in aliens? So, to me, there is a 100% direct parallel with space and aliens. I don't think that we need, I don't think that uh, human beings want to understand space better for any reason other than to find out if there's more life out there. Does that make sense? Well, not uh, more like, like livable what, 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 conditions? What was the, no, like what was the what was the motive for you know in the 1960s when everybody was racing to find out if they could get to the moon? What's the reason for us leaving our planet to see if we can sustain life there? No, maybe I don't know because there, what is where's the threat for what's going on here? You know, you hear all the political mumbo jumbo during election time about global warming and the planet's dying and we're killing it, right? And and I don't and I don't. I'm not saying that none of that is is true, but I will say, like, what's the rush to get out of here unless we're curious what else is out there? Oh, 
I'm, I'm, I think, it, it, I think all, it might have been like 50 50 to, wow, are there aliens on the moon or, or is the moon sustainable for life? Maybe it was like, maybe it was 50 50. Right. Because I mean, those are both like intensely deep questions that nobody knows. Right. Like anybody that's listened to this podcast and, and knows me personally, um, they, that you probably listened to the one that I did with Lacey and Lacey made it, uh, Lacey's my wife for anybody that hasn't heard that. When I did one with her, I asked the question, you know, what are your thoughts? Do aliens exist? And she responded with, I don't care because it'll never affect my life. Right, right, right. Like that. And that's very relevant. Like I totally respect her opinion on Like, I don't care. I have too many. I have too many things to worry about here to be a great mom and a great wife, which she excels at tenfold at every one of them. But it's just not worth her thinking about, which I mean, then all of a sudden I feel a little guilty. I'm like, well, I'm trying to be a good dad and a good husband and a good. I think that her perspective is very good. Uh, but I just can't help but think, I mean, it, I always, I mention it, I think almost every single podcast I mentioned that scene at the end of the movie, uh, men in black, where it backs out of the earth. You can also, if anybody's curious, you can also look up on, um, on YouTube, like the size of the galaxy in reverse or, you know, backing out of the earth. I don't know what you Google specifically, but you'll find it pretty it's easily. Absolutely. Mind blowing. Ridiculous. Man mind-blowing and like that's you can't fathom it and that's that is only that is only created by a person in their theory yeah as far as we think we can see yeah so what? yeah so far <laughs> be, so far beyond actual reality is only our perception if we can yeah. only perceive the fourth or up to you know like the third dimension to go to the next level like holy crap! Right? Like, who knows what it is? Who know? In that's, every that's direction, three hundred and sixty degrees. Right? And it, it like see, it's hurting my damn head. I'll right. tell you, it, it it just you cannot fathom it. It's just yeah, it is complex. You know, like you like think, what else would there be? Right. Well, I often say that I don't necessarily prescribe to the idea that or prescribe, subscribe, sorry. Uh, I don't subscribe to the idea that aliens are all little green men with gigantic eyeballs and a big head. Sure. I feel like that is a uh, a piece of imagery that... Who knows who created uh, it. Who knows who created it. Maybe it's created out of reality. Maybe it's created out of what was at Roswell. Maybe it was created out of... Area 51. Yeah, a creative... Yeah, Area 51. Maybe it was created like out of a, a creative mind. Maybe a kid drew it and they're like, well, someone was like, well, it looks like an alien. But s- nevertheless, so many people attached to it. Right. And now everybody, oh, well, that's what aliens look like. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that becomes the basis of, do you believe in aliens? Oh, you mean that little image of a, a short green man with a gigantic head and big eyes? No, I don't believe that. Right. So you don't believe in that alien, but what do you believe in the possibility of aliens like yeah. of some other kind? The the movies with Sigourney Weaver, there's an alien, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that movie with Ryan Reynolds where they're like in space and they they get this little microcell organism and it mutates and just keeps growing and growing and growing and takes over. 
that was a crazy movie too. Oh, I forget. Geez, I don't know. Yeah, it was crazy. I forget what it was called. Nevertheless, yeah. Tell I should, me. I should keep my like tablet or something near. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think I think that you know human beings have created an image of what aliens are, right? And people decide whether they believe in them or not based on what that image was sold to them. Yeah. It's kind of like, who knows though? It's kind of like, Hey, do you want to buy this vehicle? It's beautiful. Look at it. I don't think it's beautiful. I don't want to buy it. Okay. Right. Next guy. Do you want to buy this beauty, this vehicle? It's beautiful or this home or, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like, do you think that woman is beautiful? Do you, are you attracted to her? No. Okay. So you move on and you look for the next thing that, that is truthful to you. You know, your, your truth is your reality. And that's the part that, with the alien thing, I think that a lot of people get wrapped up on is, um, I was shown what I, what somebody thought an alien was. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that looked like that made sense. So I will say, I don't believe in them completely. Right. That's weird. But it's weird to think about because I I mean, I, I, I've thought about it, but it's like, have you ever thought why, I mean, why your face is constructed how it is? Like, why is your nose, why why does it look normal? I mean, normal is a made up term, right? I guess totally for, made up term. for that. But um, like, why does why is your nose right in the right in the spot? It's like why why do you need a nose at all? That's a great question. You know, because you I mean you can kind of smell with your mouth. Well, you know? and well, you can I, breathe I've, with your mouth. You know, as I as you asked the question, I was sitting over here and I was like kind of like moving the muscles of my nose that I can control. (laughs) And I'm like, well, okay, well, it's there so that I can take air in. Well, why does it need to be shaped the way that it is? Right. Well, it's all, maybe it also serves as a thing that like keeps me from poking myself in the eye because, you know, it's like a barrier that divides. I don't know. You know, I just don't, I've never put that much thought into it. And, but this is where I kind of connect with my wife on aliens. Like, I don't really need to think about it. I, I can't, I can't change it. Sure. And it's irrelevant to me, you know. It's mind-boggling. Like there's a there's a documentary on Netflix. But I forget it's it's some uh, uh alien conspiracy thing and oh man, I like this guy, you know, he he lives right by Area 51 and uh, I've been to Area 51. It's fucking crazy. What? Yeah, it's pretty intense. Uh, not it's 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 real chill, but it's You haven't been in. No, no. I've I've been well, you probably couldn't say if you have been in. I've I've been close. Okay, uh, near closer than uh, a lot of other people. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, and this guy, he's got like he's got a lot of uh, film and marks. Uh, he's got a apparently he's got abducted multiple times, and it's a whole documentary, and it just it gives you fucking cringes and like and that's the whole that's the whole piece where who knows if it's real right you know unless like i've fucking called out say hey man fucking abduct me like (laughs) you know i just want to know if it's fucking real you're you're like Like, you're like uh what's his name uh randy quaid in the 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 first independence day movie which you probably don't remember because you're so damn young no i i probably remember it independence day with will smith is he, is that the, oh my God, is that when it snows a lot? Nope. Fuck. Not at all. <laughs> Aliens come know. and attack the planet and Will Smith and oh yeah, I think I remember, uh, <laughs> who else, uh, Will Smith and a couple other people, whatever they're, they're fighting and defending it all off. But Randy Quaid, 
who is cousin Eddie from the Christmas Vacation movies. He uh, he goes to. Judging by your silence, you don't know what I'm talking about there either, do you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay. Duh, good. Thank, shit. Thank God. Um, <laughs> there'll be a test at the end. Um, <laughs> oh, failure. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he, he, he's like this crazy loon that wants to be abducted by aliens. Yeah. Why so he's not? doing fuck everything it. he can to like to get abducted. So that's you. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? You know. Yeah. How fucking crazy would that be? Maybe not so good. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, but it, it's well, also you know, that that's another side of things where we all assume that if we were to interact with another life form, that it would just be a hostile confrontation. And I can't. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that they would be peaceful. I'm just saying, I don't know. I I'm just curious what life would be. And my wife just so immediately dismisses it because she's so focused on now. And I think that's great because she's the best mom and she's the best wife ever. However, I just can't help but be curious. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. a little curious. I, like, on a normal day, I won't think about aliens at all, you know? But if I fucking see... Like, I have a... Uh, from Area... Not Area 51 specifically, like... But there's a bunch of stores. And uh, it, it, I bought it from the uh, store. It has a huge alien out front on the road to Area 51, right on the extra... Right uh, when you turn off onto the extra, yeah, I would imagine there's a whole lot of uh, probably a lot of people there trying to make yeah. money off of the whole thing. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I bought this. I think it's like four foot alien blow up uh, alien guy, and he's actually blown up in my room right now. Um, but when I really get to thinking, I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, who knows? You know, who knows? you you you, you yep. uh, unless you go through it. It's just like the guy on Netflix, like he's have, uh, I don't know, over a hundred, 200, 300 experiences with aliens of, of where apparently these guys in, in black SUVs rolled up when he was, uh, walking down the street or riding his bicycle or something like that and have physically hurt him and told him to keep his mouth shut and shut the fuck up and blah, blah, blah. And. And there was, there's been notes and see, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just think about it. Really? Yeah. But there's been notes, you know, telling him to keep his mouth shut and all this other shit. And he's, you know, he's saying all this and it's like, can you, can I believe him or is he so just trying to get like, I would, some money from Netflix? Right. You know? I would argue probably the money from Netflix because how are, how, how possible is it that Single He's not dead. Well, number, yeah, maybe. I guess I never thought of it that way, but I mean more so, how is it possible that somebody can have two, three, four hundred interactions with, you know, an alien life form, but there's the rest of us that don't have any kind of proof or belief that it happened. Right. Well, you know, he, there's, there's also, I don't know, like, I think I talked to you about it um, right before we started, that, so... The band Blink-182, their lead singer, Tom DeLong, right. was, uh, he went on to go do the band Angels and Airwaves, but a, there's he's really, really behind the whole belief in in the phenomenon of, uh, uh, you know, U, uh, UFOs and aliens and other lives and stuff like that. Well, he, he dug so deep and got so interested in it that he caught the attention of some, I won't say that they know anything because there's no proof, but 
some high-ranking uh, military individuals right. involved with the Air Force and NASA, the type of people, let me say this, maybe they don't know anything, but they are the type of people that within a, if a government knew that there were uh, you know, alien life forms out there, these are probably the types of people that would be in the know. The people that don't exist. Right. right. They would they would be read in and they would they would be in the know on these types of things. Well, he rubbed shoulders with these people in a way that they confronted him and uh and they told him, You're on to something and we're gonna let you in the know that we have found a life form. How fucking crazy would that be? And they're talking about something that happened in the desert in or around the sixties. And there's a whole bunch of other documented things that um, you know people within the in the government and the military have have alluded to that they they know about. And I think you know we talked about the idea of you know hysteria and what that would cause. And I think it's in I think it's in uh, the public's best interest that that not be, if it were true, that it not be released all at once. What about like pictures, like slowly though, like well, just a picture of like of a real thing, you know? Uh, I kind of hate the word alien because it you, you think you say alien and people go to a green person, right, right, right. You know the the classic alien guy, but whatever you know, uh, uh, under uh, you know an alien, right, next to a real life person, you know, with a. Uh, like a date stamp, you but know, think, like how but, crazy would but that think be? think about how many questions would follow that. Sure. Like you're not just talking about, uh, is it dead? Is it alive? Does it, I mean, I'm, I'm just snowballing literally here in the moment thoughts. Is it dead? Is it alive? Is it capable of having other children? Are there more? Are, are it superpowers? Can it procreate? Can it procreate with us? How do you communicate? Does it, does it communicate uh, verbally or, or like through brain waves? Does it communicate in some other way? What have we learned? What can yeah. we learn? Like, how did it get here? What else is coming? When are they coming? What, you yeah. know, like everything, it just snowballs. And I think that is too much for humanity to understand. You know, human crazy. beings, like we do, we dedicate an entire TV channel to sharks during Shark Week, we're terrified. Whoa, 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 whoa! All right, don't don't hate on the sharks. I'm not. Sh- I'm not hating on sharks. I'm just saying, <laughs> human beings are terrified of anything that prevent that presents any sort of threat that might knock us off the top of the food chain. So yeah, now, yeah. you give a peek. It'd be one thing if they said, "Here is here's an alien. Here is everything we know about it. This is everything you should be afraid of it." Like. It's kind of like, you know, training somebody how to be safe with something. Like, that's right. what they need to know. That's what hum- human beings need to know about aliens if you're ever going to say we know something about them. Right. You cannot present any sort of unknown. Otherwise, you create speculation and hysteria. Well, do you think... I, I, I see where you're coming from. But do you think that the pictures... Um, Cause when I went to Area 51, all the stores had like uh, random pictures of uh, apparent an- a- aliens on like uh, how what are they called? 
gurneys or whatever they're called. Okay. And they were just laying there, you know, whatever. Um, but they were like, do you think that that those are true or that? No. Nothing? Because, because like I said, I think that that is something that was created in the mind of a man or a human being. And it could be sold. So, and that, and that's one of the things that I think is so interesting about what Tom DeLong um, from Angels and Airwaves and Blink One Eighty Two is doing is they're not they're not feeding in at least as far as I've seen the research I've done and what I've I've seen that he's involved in. I don't see that they're feeding into um, that belief and that myth that you have a little green man with a gigantic head. Right. Um, I think that's like kind of fifties logic. I mean, you even think about like some of the color and the imagery and the simplicity that, that surrounded that like flying saucers and those saucers were designed with very, uh, timely, um, you know, components to them, you know, like a flying saucer looks very fifties, you know, right. That's as far as, they could think as far as aerodynamics. Sure. Whereas now, you know, you have like, you know, like the B-2 bomber is a, it's yeah. a crazy sophisticated piece of weaponry. Hell and, yeah, brother. Even, and even that, that thing's like 40 years old in shape and design, if not older. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think somebody told me the F-16, the original drawings for the shape and the aerodynamics of an F-16 were originally made in the 1920s. I think it's twenties or thirties. It's something crazy like that before the technology even, was developed to propel it. Right. So I say all that because I think anything related to little green man, gigantic head more than likely is part of the skepticism that happened on this side of the fence of area 51. Mm. If something happened at area 51, I think that is everybody literally on this side of the fence saying, uh, something happened over there. Oh my gosh, I bet it's a little <laughs> man and he's tiny and he's green. And he has a gigantic head. Yeah. And people went out and, and printed that in mass without thinking about the reality of what was on the other side of that fence. Hmm. I think it's something that none of us know or comprehend or understand yeah. or have even had a glimpse at yet. That's That's the thing. It's like, yeah, you can believe it. You can believe whatever you want, but it's like, fuck, dude. You don't know. I don't know. That guy doesn't know. Right. That random fuck over there doesn't know. Nobody knows. Right. And I'm not except trying for to... the people that just don't exist. They know. Right. You know. I mean, who knows if Area 51 is even a real thing? Like. Right. Well, it it's already been proven that it serves a purpose for military necessity. That it is. I mean, the military claims that it is just a test ground for things that the rest of the world doesn't need to know about. Yeah, and yeah. and I think some it's people necessary. Right. I mean, but you got to think like there's got to be a place. I mean, we are the United States military is the they are at the the tip of the spear as far as innovation and creation of of weapon systems and things like that. And in a world where we're in constant combat for capability more than anything, right? we don't fight every single day, but everybody wants to, to brag that, you know, they got the biggest thing in their pants. Of course. You know, with China and Russia and North Korea, like, I don't think that it's too far, too far gone to believe that that's a place where some things are worked on. 100% and developed and we don't need to, uh, we don't need to tell everybody what happens there. Oh, yeah. And they so. they test nukes out there. 
Yeah, there's absolutely. A, there, I mean, that's. I mean, even in in uh, Las Vegas, we go up to, uh, oh, what was it Red Rock? No, Mount. Fuck, I think uh, Mount Charleston. I think. Okay. One of the two. Um, there's a few places that you can go up there, and uh, they'll show you. There's like there's like trails, and uh, it'll lead to this huge thing, and it'll and it'll be like a map of where uh, practice nukes have been dropped. Yeah. You know, there's there's. There's you you got to do it. dropped out there. There's bombs dropped out there. I mean, there's. You got to do uh, it somewhere, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think the bottom. I think the bottom line is, um, you know, we're not supposed to know. I personally believe. I don't think there is enough known to tell everybody because we don't have all the answers. If you're going to tell somebody that something like that is true and it exists, you have to give them everything, and. Um, you have to think about the hysteria that it would can, that it would, it would give. Like you right. have to, you have to give answers to some extremely complex, com- yeah. you know, questions. And I mean, you would really. I mean, the second you say that there are aliens on, you know, that are in, in our knowledge, there's other life forms. You have immediately raised question to every single religious belief. Mm-hmm. on the face of the earth you have raised question to everything that has ever happened over time uh over recordable time so are our documents true uh, this that and the other thing it just never ends yeah yeah and i don't want to find the answers but i am just I, i'm just fascinated at the fact yeah. that it there is a possibility it's just nuts do you think it would be okay if they Say they had, I don't know, 10 people or whatever on the board and they were like, all right, this is everything we know. And they asked questions and they they released a lot, like a shit ton of information um, about whatever they found. Do you think that would be all right? Or do you do you think know. that people would still freak out? I, I just think it's like human nature for people to be curious about it. Like uh, what was that movie that came out with Nicolas Cage, The Book of Secrets? Or uh, is that what it's called? It was the movie National Treasure, and it's all these clues that are leading to where this treasure might be. But one of the things that needs to be to be found to put the pieces of the puzzle together is that they have to see what is known as the Book of Secrets, which is in the movie is hypothesized as a book that is passed. It's like a journal that's passed down from president to president. Mm, secret. Secret journal. Right. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Yeah, like, you know, like Dwight Eisenhower wrote some stuff in there because of the power of the office. Right, you right. Know, if you're going to be the power, if you're going to be the leader of the free world, um, there's some things you need to know. I need to give you some turnover, so to speak. Right. right. I feel like I've heard of this. So I think that's kind of interesting. And in that in itself, there's no proof that that exists. Right. But it probably does, though. So. I wouldn't be surprised that something similar yeah. is out there. It's like, hey, let me let me write you this like huge book about how to be a president. You know, like you know? Bill Clinton saying, you know, hey man, anytime you want to <sighs> get get a girl in the Oval Office to <laughs> climb under the desk, here's how yeah. you make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, like but and step oh, by step, <laughs> right? But what the movie alludes to is that inside that book is you know the secrets to all the things that people wonder about our country and about humanity. Right. Like, and I think the movie ends with Nicolas Cage looking 
through a, a file that's associated with the book. And he goes, hey, honey. And he's talking to his wife. He goes, so do you want to know who killed JFK? <laughs> you know, like it's it's all in that book and it all gets passed down. So mm. I don't think that... I, I personally believe that there is some sort of recorded understanding of anything out there that may have happened, but I have no personal belief about like I'm not such a conspiracy theorist that I have a defined belief about some an, a single event hmm. does that make sense like I, th- I think I know for a fact that there are things that we don't need to know about on a daily basis right but I don't I don't necessarily know what those things are yet but do you believe that there's aliens um do I believe that? Yeah. So, are you are you asking that question down to like more specific? Like, so if I give you the example of the book of secrets, are you asking me? Do I think that aliens are in that book of secrets? Um, I don't. I don't know about the book, but okay. I'm just saying, like, uh, I'll say no. In general, I'll say no. No aliens. I don't. I don't think that the I don't think that he, the human race possesses an a, an alien body. Really, I don't. If, I don't think that somebody crash landed and we we caught a body, and we are holding it captive, you know, suspended in fluid or whatever, like the the movies have <laughs> have implied. I don't think that's happened. What about? But I think um, there have been interactions with things from space and time that we don't understand completely. Right. So you think there are other life forms in the universe? I would probably say yes. I think that the likelihood of there not being is is unrealistic. Yeah, I would say so. So I'm glad we agree on that. It took forever to get there, but I just like the conversation. Yeah, it's 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 a weird conversation because you, you probably 99.9% uh, you'll probably never know. No, you know, no, it's so like it's my a, wife says, it's never going to affect me. Yeah, it's always it's always a guessing game. So it's kind of like you, you, you can take it kind of two ways. You can kind of go down the rabbit hole and you can research all you want and you can believe what you want because you, you, you know for a fact that it's who knows if it's true or not. You right. know, you don't know if if it's if it's fact or fiction uh, or then you can just go like your wife and just be like, oh, fuck it, you know. I I don't know. It reminds it reminds me though of a book that I read about anti gravity. I can't talk. Anti gravity. Hmm. You ever read any books about anti gravity? No, but that sounds uh, pretty contradictory. 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 Well, well, I'll tell you this, man. (laughs) They are impossible to put down. Oh, oh my God. Snap. I brought it back full circle. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> so uh. with with that being said, <laughs> I'm giving you one last chance to give me your very best uh. dad joke. And then we're uh. gonna ra- we're gonna wrap things up. Wow, how are you gonna hit me like that though? <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Oh my god. It's brilliant. Um how are you gonna you gonna put me on the spot like this too? It's okay. I'll I'll, I'll give uh, you I'll give you one, and then so you can think you can marinate because I like I told oh, you yeah. I, I cheated man I had to yeah yeah you really did that was perfect yeah oh my I'm pretty proud of myself jeez 
Um, uh, let's see here. What do you call somebody uh, with no body and no nose? Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> He's a genius. Oh. He's a genius. All right, uh, I'll give uh, I'll give you this one. He said, "All right, I'll set the I'll set the uh, the Walmart a while ago with my old man." Yeah, and uh, the cashier said, uh, "Would you like that milk in a bag?" My dad said, "No, nah, you can leave it in the carton." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a good a good zinger there. <laughs> So, uh, oh, do you got one? You got one more? Because I'm gonna unload with like three. Oh, jeez! I'm gonna no, un- you unload on me. Okay, I'm just gonna unload because I gotta get I gotta get these off my chest, and, <laughs> and then we'll call it done. Right. Okay. Um. Uh. Let's see here. My daughter screeched, "Dad, you haven't listened to one word that I've said to you, have you?" And I thought, what a strange way to start a conversation. Oh, by yelling, Dad. Well, I mean, because she—he's yeah, never listening. You're not even listening, <laughs> are you? And then, yeah, so that, that uh, one's pretty weak. I, I think that was that one's at the bottom of the list. Oh, okay. That's Did you know 10. that there are three unwritten rules in life? Yeah, uh, it's, it's a bro code. What? <laughs> never stand by, you know, the guy that's <laughs> taking a piss and they let her, you know, <laughs> go to the next one. <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> there are three. Unwritten rules in life. Number mm. one. Number two. Oh, because you don't know because there are other unwritten. Number three, because they're unwritten. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty weak, right? I feel like I, I should have started. I should have read this list from the bottom up because some of the first ones, man. Oh. That's where these the These are the ones was. at the bottom. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going from the bottom no, up. No, I read from the top down. Oh, you you shot your fire. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I, I killed it. I uh, did you know that the uh, first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. They were cooked <laughs> in Greece. Oh, you are you are ex- <laughs> you are displaying you are displaying your prowess. Um <laughs> uh, uh okay. I think this is a good one to end it on unless you have one. Do you have one more? Uh I do. I do. Oh, give it to me. All right. <sighs> Ready? Go. How do you make a Kleenex dance? Oh, I'll put a little boogie in it. Oh, got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's easy. I use that uh, one with my kids all the time. Uh, oh, wow. Because, uh, you know, I'm an honest dad, so it's an honest dad joke. <laughs> wow. um, so my wife tried to unlatch our daughter's car seat with one hand and said, how do one-armed mothers do it? Single-handedly. Oh. Yeah. I, I see what you did there. I got that one. <laughs> you know, just, just without without missing a beat. <laughs> well, dude, it uh, has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think we solved a single one of the world's problems, but None. I think I think that's I think that's it. You know, like uh, we had a good conversation for you, sure. You outlined some things that that definitely uh, got my my brain, you know, firing in some directions it never had before. Uh, I'm I'm indefinitely 
curious about your interactions at Area 51 now. Oh, and um, I will <laughs> forever rely on you for any and all uh, dad joke sources <laughs> because Google it. <laughs> despite despite the lack uh, the lack of your uh, uh, you know you bearing a child or fathering a child or any of the any of the above. <laughs> You are well versed, like off the cuff. I cheated. I have a sheet full of them over here, <laughs> and you came in armed completely. Not uh, you came to this gunfight, not even expecting a gunfight, and I, I would say that you definitely put up a good fight. So, listen, when when you plan to get out of the military and you plan to be a hardworking man and plan to have a mullet and a <laughs> glorious beard. You come up with these things. Yeah, you, know? you got it. You got to have. You come up with them. Yeah, you have to plan for every contingency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. All right. We'll, we'll see you next time. All right. Appreciate it, brother.